Hello friends, welcome to the Now is the Time podcast. I am Caleb Suko, and this is a special edition of the podcast coming to you in isolation because of the coronavirus. All right friends, I know that you are probably experiencing something similar to everyone in the world right now with this coronavirus going around and maybe more than just the coronavirus, all of this quarantine and isolation. And it has really made for a, a strange time, something that I have, I never expected, I've never experienced, and I'm sure you haven't either. And so I find that what many of us are doing during this time is we're trying to figure out how can we either keep on with our regular lives, but more specifically for us here in Ukraine, we're trying to figure out how we can continue to do ministry. And maybe here, this is a situation where we, as those being people being sent out as missionaries to other countries, maybe we have a little bit of a, a head start because we're used to being at a distance, at least a distance from our sending church, from much of our family. But on the other hand, we're used to being with the people that we minister to right here in our particular context. But the question that comes up, and I know that many churches are going to online services this weekend and the the following weekend, the question comes, how can we continue doing ministry and sharing the gospel during a time like this when everyone has to be isolated? And the first thing that comes to my mind, the first thing that came to my mind when I began thinking about this is this is nothing new. Of course, there's been many kind of epidemics and pandemics in the world, but I'm speaking more specifically just about the isolation aspect. And I want to start by looking at one passage of scripture that I am seeing in a new light because of this pandemic and because of the restrictions that it puts on us. And that is Philippians chapter 1 verses 12 through verses 12 through 15, I suppose where Paul says this, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel, so that it has become known through the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. And so what is Paul talking about here? Paul was quarantined. He was in prison. You can't be much more quarantined than that. But the amazing thing is that Paul did not allow that quarantine to keep him from sharing the gospel. He found a way to share the gospel in prison. In fact, he goes so far as to say this imprisonment, this quarantine has served the gospel well. He says it served the advance of the gospel in verse 12. I think that we really need a paradigm shift when we think about the quarantine that has resulted from this coronavirus. And we need to think really, how is this advancing the gospel, not how is it limiting us? One of our problems is that we have, we as as humans, we become very centered on the material aspects of ministry. And obviously, Together, we have to have a place. And so we have focused on church buildings, church facilities, 
these structures, which I, I don't want to say that they are not useful. I don't want to say that they're not good. Obviously, if God has given us the opportunity to use them, we can use them. But I think that we have maybe gotten our focus off into thinking that, well, if we have this large building, then we're doing well in ministry. And without this building, we can't do ministry. And what the coronavirus and this quarantine and isolation forces us to do is to take a step back and say, wait a minute, we can still somehow do the Christian life without this huge facility. It's not as necessary as we thought it was. It was a good thing. It is a good thing as long as we can use it. But God is so much bigger and greater than these facilities. And maybe it's a way that God is showing us, listen, the gospel can go out even without these buildings that you've built. And so God, in a way, is showing us that he is greater than the buildings that we built. And isn't he? So, but let's go back to what our, our subject here, and that is how can we actually use the coronavirus and the quarantine for the furtherment, for the advancement of the gospel? And the first thing that I would say, and really we can look at this scripture here in Philippians 1, 12-14, and take Paul's example. And the first thing I would say is this, Use your time with those that are closest to you. Okay, I think it's rare, uh, even though we're on quarantine, I'm pretty much at home. But I have people around me at home. I have my wife, I have my children, I have my family, I have those that are closest to me. God has given us unprecedented amount of time with those people who are close to us. Now, look what Paul did with the people that God put into close proximity with him. He shared the gospel with him. He shared the gospel with them. He was unashamed. He used that time to share the gospel. And so what I'm saying here for the first, uh, the first, um, sorry, my brain is working in Russian right now. I want to say the first Soviet, which is uh, the Russian word for counsel, the first counsel, the first piece of advice. That's what I want. The first piece of advice for you is to share the gospel with those closest around you. And you say, but you know, but my, I've got my wife or my husband, he's a believer, my children, they've always gone to church. Wait a minute. The gospel is something that we must continually go back to in our lives over and over again. So just because your spouse is a believer or your, Christ, your children have gone to church all their life, don't allow that to deceive you into the fact that they don't need to hear the gospel. Study the Gospels with them. Use this time to study the Gospels with them. Use this time to help them see how the Gospel relates to their everyday life. Use this time to take the Gospel and calm their, maybe their fears or their worries or anxieties about what is happening in the world right now. We are living in a time right now when the Gospel has such great promises for us. And so we need to use this time to share the gospel with those who are closest to us. That's what Paul did here in Philippians chapter 1. His imprisonment was for the advancement of the gospel. Use your quarantine, your isolation, for the advancement of the gospel. The second way that I think that we can use technology, or the second way that we can use this as advancement of the gospel, is to use technology. 
And like I'm doing now with a camera, but you, I'm sure, can find other ways, whether it is through messaging or through some sort of video conferencing software. In fact, today I was just meeting with a couple of my pastors, pastor friends. We were talking about ways that we can continue to do ministry online. Uh, we use a software called Zoom so that we can meet online. I admit it's not as good as meeting in person. There's nothing better than that. But when you can't meet in person, use Skype, use Zoom, use Facebook Messenger, use WhatsApp, use whatever kind of technology you can find to continue those relationships that you have. And you know, here's one interesting thing that I have found. I found that on a number of occasions, I will meet someone in real life and then I will somehow befriend them on some sort of social media. And what I found that oftentimes people are more open to talk about gospel issues or discuss gospel issues in a chat, in an individual chat with them, or online somehow. And sometimes that there's a little bit of fear maybe. Uh, sometimes I know talking with people from other religions who might have some social uh, pressures and fears about talking to me specifically about the gospel, they are more open to talk through Messenger, through any other kind of social media. So I would say, hey, look through your Messenger uh, contacts. Maybe there's somebody out there say, hey, you know, I met this guy like five, six months ago. I haven't talked to him in a while. Reach out to him. Say, hey, how are you doing? Ask him some questions. Uh, maybe you can help them to better understand the gospel. Maybe ask them if they have any questions. Maybe they have some fears that they're struggling with now, anxieties. Share with them some verse of scripture. There are many ways that we can use technology to continue to not only minister to someone, but also share the gospel with them. So that's number two. Use, this technolo use different technologies to reach out and to share the gospel and minister to others. In fact, I would say even Paul used the technology of his day, which was letters, right? He sent letters and he used that very heavily in order to minister during his day, didn't he? The third piece of advice I have for you is use this time to study the gospel yourself. You know, as we go around and we do different seminars and different churches and talk about how we can more effectively share the gospel, one of the things that that I come up again and against again and again is just the fact that we need to know the gospel better and we need to encapsulate it in our hearts. We need, we need to have deeper roots in the gospel. That if people just were more diligent in their personal study and devotion of the gospels, their personal study of the teachings of Christ, and making it so that their hearts are continually being moved in that direction, it would change how much, how often, and how well we share the gospel. And so this is an unprecedented time, once again, that we can use to really dig down and study. Many people are not going to work or they're working at home. They have less travel time. And they have the time to do that. Don't waste this time scrolling through the internet or watching various pointless videos on YouTube or TikTok or wherever it may be. Use this time 
to study God's word and deepen those gospel roots because that's what's going to give you that motivation and give you that ability because you are going to grow in your faith as regards to the gospel and you're going to grow in your dependence on the Holy Spirit. So use this time to study the gospel and grow deeper in the gospel so that you can be a better witness in the future. That is the third piece of advice. Fourth piece of advice is this. Use this time to plan for ministry in the future. This is going to pass. It may get a little bit worse. We may have more confinement, more isolation, but every epidemic, every pandemic has eventually passed. So at one point in time, we're going to go back to life as normal. It may be a little bit different than it was before because of things that happened during this time, but we're going to go back to life when we are in each other's presence. So use this time right now to plan for, you know, I would really like to talk to so-and-so about the gospel, or it would be wonderful if we could do this ministry thing. Call those people up. Meet with them online. Plan those ministries. Do what it takes so that those things are in in place so that when the time comes when we're not in quarantine anymore, we're not caught off guard thinking, well, I don't know what to do now in the sense of gospel ministry. So use this time to plan. And the final piece of advice that I would have for you is use this time to pray. This is a piece of advice that I need to take for myself. So often, I'm just so busy with ministry, running around here and there, tired, feeling worn out, and feeling like I don't have time to pray. And I think that once again, God has given us a very wonderful time when we can take that time now to pray because we're not running around as much as we usually do. And so often in evangelism, we underestimate the importance of and the strength of prayer in evangelism. So maybe this is the time that you need to write out that list of people that you're praying for. Take time every day to spend a few minutes praying specifically for gospel fruits, praying for gospel fruit in your own life, in the life of your spouse, in the life of your children, in the life of your parents, in the life of your co-workers and your distant relatives, your friends and your family. Who do you need to be praying for? You don't have an excuse now. You probably have much more time than you had when we didn't, weren't dealing with this coronavirus thing. So use this time to pray. And then, friend, I want to ask you, How are you using this time? Maybe you have a couple of pieces of advice that I haven't included in this short list of five things, five ways that we can be using this isolation time, this quarantine uh, for the furtherment of the gospel. So share with me. Put a link or or put it in a comment uh, in this YouTube video or or send me a note at caleb at sukofamily.org. Or, or you can go to sukofamily.org slash ask if you want to ask any question or send me a comment. But I'd like to hear from you. How are you using this time for the furtherment of the gospel? And then also, friends, I want to share with you in this podcast episode just to briefly what's going on in Ukraine with the whole coronavirus thing. Probably should have shared with you about this at the start, but we'll share with, share with you now. 
I think mainly we're like a lot of the rest of the world. We have transportation in the city has been limited on buses to no more than 10 people, I believe. A lot of mainly restaurants have closed, schools are closed, universities are closed, any kind of music event, sporting event have all been canceled. Basically all churches have canceled their services for the next two weeks till the, till the end of March. Uh, the borders have been closed, so you cannot leave the country, you cannot come into the country. And, and when, when they announced that, I, I think that uh, one of our directors in our mission said, well, if anybody feels like they need to leave the country, uh, this is your time. And I'm like, well, where do you go? I mean, it's almost like every country. You want to go to America? I mean, there's, we only have about, I think last I heard, seven cases in Ukraine, which they don't think they have good testing, so there may be more than that. But, but where do you go? There's not really a lot of places to go. So our borders are closed. Grocery stores are working, and Christine and I went and did some shopping yesterday. We don't have the toilet paper shortage like I've been hearing in the States here, um, but, but some people have been trying to get, you know, buy up more on, on basic things because there could be more strict quarantine coming up. But other than that, uh, the kids are, at ho are home from school, but they're doing school. So our school has gone to basically an online format, so our kids are home, which means I have been coming to the office uh, not as regularly as usual, but I have been coming to the office, but I've also been kind of trying to stay home to make sure the kids are doing their schoolwork and try and keep tabs on them. So it has been a, a different uh, rhythm of life for us, I would say, but one of the benefits is we are getting to spend more time with family. So that's kind of what's going on here in Ukraine. Hopefully we'll ride this all out within the next couple of weeks and sometime in April we'll kind of get back to a regular ministry schedule. I did have to cancel uh, a ministry trip to Eastern Ukraine. I was planning to go to, to Avdeevka in Eastern Ukraine on the front lines of the war into this month, but there's no trains. There's no trains and basically intercity travel has, has been banned here. So, so had to cancel that. Also, they were gonna, we were, I was gonna be attending a missions conference this weekend, which also got canceled. Anyway, everything in March basically got canceled, all those ministry events. And so I'm doing a lot of online uh, meetings right now. And, and we're actually looking into more how we can do online teaching. So probably in the next week or two, we're gonna be trying some online teaching. So appreciate your prayers about that. Otherwise, we're all healthy. And we thank you for your prayers. If you don't get our update, you can go to superfamily.org slash pray. You can find our updates there. But friend, I hope that you stay healthy. And more importantly, I hope that you are able to use this time for the furtherment of the gospel.